Good evening, and welcome to A Closer Look. I'm your host, Laurie Hackett, and welcome to the new year. We launched this program a year ago, so this is our 13th episode, and we're so excited as we move into the new year to welcome some new guests. As you know, there are so many nonprofits in the Lehigh Valley. We gather each month to focus on a couple of them. We learn about the magic they're making, as well as the volunteers who are doing so much to guide them. Starting off this new year, we have two exceptional guests, so let's get started. Our first guest tonight is Tom Harrington, and Tom is the Executive Director of Valley Youth House. Welcome, Tom. Thank you, Lori. I'm so glad you're here. We know each other well, and we're thrilled that we can share with our listeners a bit about you and about Valley Youth House. So let's jump right in. Tell us, what is Valley Youth House? Valley Youth House uh, is a nonprofit organization headquartered in Bethlehem that serves the needs of young people and families who might be facing a crisis or a challenge in their life. The organization started in 1973, so this is our 50th anniversary. And uh, my understanding is what happened 50 years ago was there was a, a young person who ran away from home, and they were living in a garage and sleeping under a truck. And one morning, someone got up and drove the truck away, and the young person was killed. Oh. And the community got together and said, this is unacceptable. We need to have a place for young people to stay that's safe if they can't stay at home for whatever reason. And so they, the community got together and they formed this organization called Valley Youth House. They opened a shelter in Bethlehem, which has been running every day, every week for the past 50 years. And over the years, the agency has expanded and added counseling programs and housing programs and services for kids in foster care and a beautiful summer camp. Uh, but at its core, our mission is to serve young people who are facing a crisis to help them get to a safe place and help them deal with those issues. What amazing background. I didn't realize that that's how it got started. You mentioned it started with one shelter in Bethlehem. How many do you have now across the region? We are in 15 counties in eastern Pennsylvania. Any given night, we house about 2,000 young people. Uh, some short-term emergency, but many for longer term, uh, young people, adolescents who have, have been homeless. And uh, on an annual basis, we serve about 14,000 children through various counseling as well as housing programs. Tom, I know that part of your vision is that you imagine a world where every young person belongs to a nurturing community. How do you make that come true? So I think we all know that Adolescence is a time of change and growth and storming, and, and young people need someone to talk to. And if something's happened and they can't, they're not connecting with their family members, they have to connect with someone. Mm -hmm. And so Valley Youth House provides staff members who are trained in the current best practices on how to, how to deal with young people who are going through a challenge to help them understand their emotions, deal with what's going on inside, deal with their family dynamics, and help them move to a better place. So we employ, uh, we have over 500 employees in our agency who work day in and day out helping young people and families understand each other better and deal with their issues. Thank you for sharing all of that. So it's, it's the young person themselves, it's the family. What about schools? How involved are schools in your program? So we have one of our counseling programs is based in schools. Right now in the Lehigh Valley, over 50 schools have a Valley Youth House master's level therapist at their school who provide counseling services to young people 
during the school day at no charge to the kids or families. It's an amazing service. It's a life-saving service. And I see the reports every day, and young people faced with horrific issues, you know, parents dying, uh, parents getting arrested, drug and alcohol issues, abuse issues. They need somebody to talk to. Often it's the school, the classroom where the teacher sees these issues come out in behaviors, and they have someone they can refer the children to right away, not three or six months from now when uh, you can get maybe get an appointment, they can go right today then. and talk to a therapist right. right now. So it's just all about really circling the student, circling the young person with all kinds of support. I know Valley Youth House does a lot of collaboration. You mentioned schools, certainly, and others. Could you share details about Project Silk and the relationship, the collaboration that you have with Bradbury Sullivan? Sure. Project Silk is a drop-in center for young people who identify as LGBTQ. We offer a number of uh, activities and programs there, including health screenings and health education. Uh, We've worked with the Bradbury Sullivan Center in Allentown for several years. Uh, We're very proud to announce that uh, just this month we opened a new location in Allentown on uh, 10th and Hamilton Street. So we have our own location now where activities are happening. It's a drop-in center as well as an education and uh, counseling center. That's great. Valley Youth House does so much. I think the community doesn't realize the depth and the breadth of all of your programs. Tom, you as the executive director, let's chat a little bit about that. I know you have been in the nonprofit world for a large part of your career. What brought you to Valley Youth House? It's interesting as I look back, you know, my, uh, my mother had a big influence on my life. She was always active in the community. She was, the, she was a scientist by training, but she was a community activist. So she was the president of the League of, League of Women Voters in three different communities where we lived. She, she had four children, and when we got out of, out of the house, she went back to college and got a master's in counseling. And she was the executive director of a women's counseling center in Reading, Pennsylvania for 20 years. So you had a role model right there at home from the beginning. I did. And when I was in college, I studied history and economics and sociology, and I got interested in the plight of inner city children. And when I graduated from college, I moved to Chicago, and I joined a church-based organization that was living in a low-income neighborhood on the west side of the city. And uh, I lived there for eight years. And uh, every Sunday, this group went to a local neighborhood black Baptist church just to be part of the community. And one Sunday, a guy stood up and said he wanted to start a Boy Scout troop and would anyone be interested in helping. I'm an Eagle Scout, and I agreed to help. And that first Friday night, we started. There were six boys who showed up. We let them play basketball for an hour in the gym, and then we started a Boy Scout meeting. Within six months, we had 40 boys coming every Friday night. And so I did that as a volunteer, mm-hmm. and then the Boy Scouts in Chicago offered me a job, which I accepted, and I ended up working full-time for the Boy Scouts for 34 years all around the country, including in the Lehigh Valley, Philadelphia, and for the national organization. And then after Boy Scouts, and I certainly knew you when you were here in the Valley, a lot of us did, and we were really overjoyed that you returned to the Valley as the head of Valley Youth House. How did that happen? So I retired from the Boy Scouts, and we moved back to the Lehigh Valley. We had been living in Dallas, Texas, and we, want, we knew we wanted to come back to the Lehigh Valley. But I, I retired from the Scouts, but I wasn't ready to retire. And uh, this opportunity came along to interview, uh, so I threw my hat in the ring, and next thing I knew, they offered me the yeah. job. 
And it's been seven years now that I've been at Valley Youth House. Wow, that's great. Tom, is there a mantra, a personal mantra that you have or a, uh, something that you believe in or that you, you know, the poster you have in your bathroom mirror in the morning to get you going through the day? Is there something by which that guides your life? That's a good question. <laughs> you know, I think that uh, my faith informs a lot of what I do, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the importance of serving others. You know, business-wise, I always believe that quality drives growth, that you should focus on the quality of what you're doing and worry about the rest of it mm-hmm. later. But also, through all of that, people are the most important component, and we really need to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people and be present for others in our everyday lives. Thank you for sharing that, appreciate it. In your role as executive director, I know you get to see so much of the work that Valley Youth House does around the community, and I know coming up, you have an event called Setting the Stage. Could you share some details about that program? Yes, so five or six years ago, we started a new fundraising event, which we called Setting the Stage. It involves a reception uh, in Allentown at the Renaissance Hotel, followed by a concert at the PPL Center. The first year we did it, we had uh, none other than Elton John as the entertainer. Way to kick off that series, right? (laughs) It was really great. And over the years, we've had other entertainers that have been fantastic. Uh, This year, the event will be held on Saturday, February 4th. The concert is Journey with special guest Toto, and our honoree that evening is none other than the fabulous Miss Lori Hackett and the Air Products Organization. So um, we still have tickets available if people are interested, but uh, it's nearly sold out and will be a great evening to recognize you, Lori, and recognize Air Products, as well as raise needed funds for Valley Youth House. Thanks. And I I kind of set you up with that question. It really, listeners, it really wasn't to bring it back to me, but important to say that it's one of the things that Valley Youth House does, as you said, to raise awareness of all the great work and to raise funds for the agency. That's correct. About 20% of our budget comes through private philanthropy. Mm -hmm. 80% of our budget is government funded. But, you know, we get a grant like from HUD to, to house a young person in an apartment that only pays for the rent and a bed. doesn't pay for anything else. Kitchen supplies, food, counseling, case management services. We go to the community to provide the rest of those wraparound services that young people uh, need. Mm -hmm. How can our community get involved? How can people support or volunteer for Valley Youth House? So we have a number of volunteer opportunities. We have programs that, that teach life skills to high school students who are in the foster care system. And so we're always looking for outside people to help with things like teaching basic life skills like uh, how to cook a meal, how to balance a checkbook, um, how to read, how to buy a car, how to fix your car. Mm -hmm. And volunteers help with those workshops and those sessions. We have uh, fundraising activities like I just mentioned, a golf tournament and different events like that. We have volunteers that get together and run drives to collect Uh, materials. So like when a young person comes to our shelter, they often come with either nothing or like a plastic bag with all of their possessions. And we had a group of volunteers get together last year, and they collected all the hygiene products and Mm -hmm. gave 
every young person a pillow and their own blanket, which they could take with them when they left, and supplies like that. So there's always activities like that. We have a board of directors and a board of governors that oversee our operation and support our program. So lots of opportunities for volunteers to help. Yes, it sounds like without your volunteers, you you wouldn't be as successful. We would not at right, all. Right, it really matters. Tom, when you think about your time with the Boy Scouts and with Valley Youth House, how do you know that you're exactly where you should be? I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world that everything that I have done through my life has prepared me for this role. And I feel uh, very fortunate to have this opportunity. I'm tearing up just talking to you about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but I know I'm in the right place. And uh, I hope others feel that way too. <laughs> but it's it's humbling and it's challenging to to have the responsibility to take care of 14,000 young mm-hmm. people's lives. And no one can do it by themselves. We have a great team at Valley Youth House of, of staff and volunteers who work together to to try to make a difference in the lives of young people who are facing probably the most serious challenges that they will ever face in their lives. And we hope to be there to help bridge that gap and help them get on to the next positive place. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate it. Your dedication, your sincerity, your commitment to great governance of the agency is so appreciated by the community. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. We were joined by Tom Harrington, Executive Director of Valley Youth House, and we'll be right back. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Welcome back to A Closer Look. For this part of the show, we're so excited to welcome community leader Marlene Beers. Marlene is chair of the Take the Lead event committee with the Girl Scouts of Eastern PA, and she's an executive with PPL. Welcome, Marlene. Thank you, Lori. I'm delighted to be here. Well, we're so excited. You have such a big role with Girl Scouts and also certainly with PPL. So we're thrilled to have you on. Let's start with your role at PPL. Tell us what you do there. So at PPL, I am their vice president and controller. So I'm, I'm all about the numbers. I like to count. And PPL is such a great corporate citizen. Do you feel that throughout the company and all of the work that you do? I do. You know, when I got to PPL, one of the first things my, my new boss told me was, find something you're passionate about. Get on a board. That was a change for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had always admired people that were able to devote their time and energy, significant amounts of time and energy, to boards. But for me, in a finance career, I worked a lot. I worked a lot. So from my perspective, it was refreshing to look for something where I had some energy. And I chose Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate a board spot was open. And I love everything that Girl Scouts stand for. I personally had a a very strong mother figure in my life. And she was my role model. She was my champion. She made sure I was doing everything I needed to do to the benefit of of myself and my career. And like I said, she was always so encouraging. I got a lot of feedback too 
So all that constructive criticism we like to talk about. But she did that for me. And she made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you look at Girl Scouts and you think about everything that they have to offer girls and you look at what young girls need in the community today, role models are so important. Because it's really hard to imagine yourself doing something unless you see somebody doing it. So you need to make those connections along the way. How long have you been involved with Girl Scouts and Take the Lead? I have been involved in Girl Scouts for seven years. I have started on their board in 2016, and I'm on their finance and their audit committee. I also am involved in their Take the Lead committee for the Lehigh Valley. Great. And listeners, we were talking earlier before the show started that I always get put on the fundraising committees, and I'm guessing you are always on finance. I am always on finance and audit committee, yes. So this role with Take the Lead, though, really takes you in some other areas. Could you tell our listeners what is the Take the Lead program? So Take the Lead is our signature fundraising event, and it honors our community's most distinguished women whose leadership and achievements make the world a better place. It's an annual program that recognizes four women whose achievements epitomize Girl Scouts' values while serving as a leadership development opportunity for girls. And the beauty of Take the Lead is it celebrates our girls. Unique to GSEP, Take the Lead enables girls and women within the community to form long-lasting mentoring relationships designed to teach girls the skills they'll need to become leaders of tomorrow. So we have four honorees and we have four deserving high school-aged Girl Scouts that are selected through a competitive application and interview process to shadow an honoree for a day. On this day, they gain valuable career and leadership insights and receive guidance on building their professional network. The Take the Lead honorees are then recognized at an annual girl-led ceremony, and it's attended by 500-plus community leaders. The Girl Scouts are the stars of the show. They serve as presenters, MCs, event hosts, social media influencers, chorus, and the Girl Scouts who got to shadow the honorees will take the stage. They deliver the presentations on their experience, and they present each honoree with a Take the Lead award. And each year, the Take the Lead event raises critical funds for Girl Scouting in Eastern Pennsylvania. The event attendees also have the opportunity to take part in a paddle race for campership support, which gives Girl Scouts throughout the Lehigh Valley the ability to experience all that camp has to offer with the help of financial aid. Thanks for that description of the event, Marlene. I know I've attended it in the past, and having the girls involved is really incredible. Mm-hmm. And as you said, they do they they do so much of the event. They're on stage. They're greeting mm-hmm. at the door. It's really unique. Wouldn't you agree for any other event in the Lehigh Valley? I agree. This is my favorite event. And one of the reasons it's my favorite event is because it feels like no other event in the Lehigh Valley. Mm-hmm. When you walk in to take the lead, the atmosphere and the positive energy that is in the room, it's, it's unmatched. And you are so proud to be there and support such a worthy cause. And you're proud for the girls because mm-hmm. they're, they're proud to welcome you. They're mm-hmm. proud to lead you to the next station. They're proud to, to make sure you find your seat. They're, they're unbelievable. It's incredible to just see these girls come into their own skin 
and run this night. Do they get some training beforehand so that they're ready for public speaking? They do. We do um, a lot of training just to make sure that they are comfortable and that they know they're exactly where they should be. Mm -hmm. We give them the confidence to be on stage and make sure that that they're prepared. Mm -hmm. You share details about the event. So tell us, when is it in the Lehigh Valley this spring? This year's Take the Lead event will be held on Tuesday, April 25th at ArtsQuest in Bethlehem, which is a fantastic location. Mm -hmm. ArtsQuest is such a great community partner. Mm -hmm. I think when we all go to nonprofit events Mm -hmm. hosted at ArtsQuest, we know we're going to have a great experience at the venue. Who are the honorees this year? Are you able to share? I am, because they've already been announced. They all know that they got the award. Great. Um, This year's honorees are Vicki Dulay, Senior Vice President at BSI Corporate Benefits. And she's been on this show before. She has. She's a board member of ArtsQuest. Yep, and she is extraordinary. Michelle Cott, our Chief of Police for the City of Bethlehem's Police Department. Lisa Liddington, our Vice President of Operations at Lehigh Valley Hospital, 17th Street Campus for the Lehigh Valley Health Network. And Darlene Pores, a Project Sales Associate Manager at HT Lions. Wow, such a great lineup of honorees. And do you know how many years has the Take the Lead program been going on in the Lehigh Valley? Well, this year's a special year. 25 years. And so coming into our 25th anniversary, it's just amazing to think the impact Take the Lead has had, and it's 25 years running now. And I'm guessing if you look at those 25 years, and each year, Girl Scouts are pausing to celebrate incredible women. So you have quite an alumni group of honorees that are out doing amazing things, I'm guessing, throughout the community. We absolutely do. And the women, they continue to be associated with Girl Scouts. You know, they are involved in our committees. They're on our boards. It really is an extraordinary network. Marlene, we know that many of the funds raised at this event go to support the camps and giving girls who otherwise wouldn't have the chance Mm -hmm. to attend. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so camping is synonymous with Girl Scouts. It is a fantastic opportunity for girls to be able to get outside with nature. And not all girls have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Our campership paddle rays allows us to provide them that opportunity. This year's paddle race will be led by Vince Sorgi, our president and CEO of PPL, and he is a fantastic leader um, in this effort, and he has a lot of personal energy around the campership paddle race. And having known Vince and worked with him on United Way, he also has quite a competitive side to him. That might be an understatement. That's right. So, So how wonderful. We're attending an event We're celebrating women leaders, but we're also lifting up and celebrating girls, Girl Scouts, Brownies. Mm -hmm. What a wonderfully unique event. It is a fantastic event. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it is like no other in the Valley. And I know our Girl Scout region is called the Girl Scouts of Eastern PA. Who else is in that region? So when you look at the Girl Scouts of Eastern PA, we serve about 30,000 girls, and that's nine counties. Of course, it includes Lehigh and Northampton, our our local counties, but as far west as Berks and as far north as Carbon. And how has Girl Scouting changed, do you think, since you were in Scouts? And were you in Scouts? I was in Scouts. Um, I was a Girl Scout for many years. Sorry to say I never made it up until the very end, but I certainly was in Girl Scouts for 10 years. You know, back then, Girl Scouts was more of a social event, I would Mm -hmm. say. You know, you went to your local church once a week to get together with your friends, and you did crafts, you did field trips. But today, these girls have missions. They are really, they're making the world a better place. We recently had a Girl Scout approach us 
with an idea for a Girl Scout coin, a cryptocurrency coin. It was mind-blowing. As the board, we had to sit down and understand, first of all, what was cryptocurrency (laughs) and how did it possibly, how could it possibly be made into a Girl Scout coin? And then we had to figure out how do we support this young woman in her endeavors. And so it's really just incredible to see their minds work. The youth of today are so much more intelligent. They're smarter than we were almost. It's really fascinating. And what about cookies? Are they still selling cookies? Oh, my gosh. Of course. (laughs) We kicked off our cookie sale last week. And we are selling at all the normal locations that you would remember. Remember when we were in the pandemic, we didn't have all of the stands outside of the stores and stuff. We are now back out in full force. So if you know a Girl Scout, ask her how she's selling her cookies or visit www.gsep.org backslash cookies to find a booth near you. There will also be a cookie booth open all season at the Lehigh Valley Mall, and it runs until March 12th. So what do the proceeds of the cookies go to support? So the proceeds of the cookies stay local. They benefit our troops and our camps locally, and they allow us to provide all the amazing programs that we do for the girls in the Lehigh Valley. So glad to know that Girl Scouts are still selling cookies. What about the patches or the badges? Is that still an activity that Girl Scouts do? It is. In fact, yesterday I had my cookie order delivered to my house, and she had her vest on. Her vest looks fantastic. Almost every inch of her green junior's vest is covered in patches. So the Girl Scouts are still earning the small round ones for activities. They have a lot of larger ones to signify special events or programs that they've taken advantage of. Marlene, there's so many things you could get involved with in the Lehigh Valley. You're so involved. You're so committed. It's obvious you're so enthusiastic about Girl Scouts. How do you know you're at the right place? It feels right. It doesn't feel like work. When you find what you're passionate about, it's easy to throw your time and your energy into it. It's easy to ask for sponsorships. It's almost like you you know, you know, were always meant to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they really value your involvement. You've got a big executive job at PPL, mm-hmm. and now you're doing this as well. I know on Air Products' point of view, we're a big supporter of Girl Scouts and just love to do and support in any way that we can. And I know you personally and certainly PPL feel Mm -hmm. the same way. We do. We absolutely do. I think, you know, from a community perspective, we make sure that we are out in the community and that Mm -hmm. we're present and that we're making a difference. Most of the executives at PPL have a similar role at their Mm not-for-profit, like I do. And what can our community do? How can our community, they can buy cookies, attend, take the lead. Are there other ways that community members can get involved as volunteers with Girl Scouts of Eastern PA? We absolutely need people who want to volunteer. We have opportunities to be troop leaders, opportunities to help with troops, and you could even work at a Girl Scout service center if if you really wanted to you know, dedicate your time, but maybe not be out front with a troop. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's a great opportunity, even if somebody doesn't want to commit to being on a board that meets monthly or that Mm -hmm. regularly, that people could bring some skills that they have and maybe support a troop that way. That is absolutely true. I think everybody brings something different Mm -hmm. to the table. So I bring my finance skills. Mm -hmm. Somebody else is going to bring HR or how to manage people or how to deal with a difficult situation. So it's perfect in that, you know, we all get together and we all have the same goals and we make it work. Mm -hmm. All supporting girls. and All supporting girls. 
How would people get more involved? How would they get in touch with Girl Scouts? They could go on right onto our website or they could reach out to me. You know, I'm on LinkedIn as are and the Girl Scouts have a website right online, www.gsep.org. And GSEP is gsep.org. Gsep.org. Great. Marlene, we're at the end of our time, but I just want to say thank you so much. Again, there's so many things you could choose to get involved with, and you've chosen Girl Scouts, and we, we just so appreciate that. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you again for joining us tonight on A Closer Look. This evening, we spent time with Tom Harrington of Valley Youth House. Marlene Beers, Girl Scouts of Eastern PA. And remember that you can find past episodes of A Closer Look or any public affairs programming at WDIY.org or on all major podcast platforms. So wherever you go to listen to podcasts, you can go there and dial in to hear our programming or anything that WDIY offers. We look forward to seeing you next time on A Closer Look. (music) 